The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Now, I know there's going to be a few of you texting in saying, oh, you're Trump-obsessed, any excuse to talk about Donald Trump on the programme. But hang on a second. It's not every day that you get a former president indicted on criminal charges. It never happened before in the history of the United States. And... Well, he is the guy who could be running for the Republican Party in the next presidential election. So we are going to talk to Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas in a moment. But first, let's hear Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, on NBC News late last night. A couple quick things. Uh, Do you expect the president to voluntarily surrender? Will he come for his arraignment? We're working out those logistics right now, Savannah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he's not going to uh, hole up in, in Mar-a-Lago. So we'll, he'll face this and we'll face it and uh, we'll be successful, I'm sure. Do you expect this to go to trial? Do you see any scenario in which you or the former president would take a plea deal? Zero. Zero. First of all, I'm not taking a plea deal to anything, but, but uh, you know, President Trump will not take a plea deal in this case. It's not going to happen. There's no crime. I don't know if it's going to make the trial because we have substantial legal challenges that we have to, to front before we get to that point. Okay, so that's Joe Tacopino on NBC News last night. So, Cal Thomas, what do you make of this? Your former president facing criminal charges. Well, as I've discussed before on the program in the past, uh, Matt, I think it's a terrible precedent. I think it's going to uh, further muddy the waters and pollute the political system in this country because Republicans, a lot of them and a lot of Trump supporters, more than 70 million voters voted for him in the last election, are going to feel uh, betrayed and very, very angry. Uh, we're going to have to see what's in the indictment. Uh, it's not going to be unsealed until next Tuesday, of course. We don't know if it's limited just to the Stormy Daniels alleged uh, hush money payoff or if there's more. But the Justice Department went down this road several years ago and declined to prosecute the federal election claims against Trump. They also went down the road with John Edwards, the former senator who uh, paid off his uh, videographer, uh, Riley, uh, whatever her last name was, uh, to keep quiet and denied that uh, he had a child with her when, in fact, he did. So we're looking at uh, almost a double standard in the way these things are approached. And uh, But we're just going to have to see, uh, starting next Tuesday, what's in the indictment. Okay, you say betrayed. Betrayed by what? Betrayed by Trump's behavior or betrayed by the prosecution? No, that's a good question. And uh, I think if you looked up, look up the definition of the word character, uh, most people would say, I think, and I certainly do, that Trump has very bad character. And when you have good character, if somebody makes charges against you, they're less likely to be believed. But here is a man who has a history of being a serial adulterer, a liar, an abuser of women, and a lot of other uh, things, a very, very bad uh, personality. So when you make charges against him, either in court now or just in the political process, the tendency for a lot of people is to believe them because his character is not very good. On the political side, uh, I think you're going to see even far fewer good and qualified people running for public office. We already have a dearth of those in the United States. Uh, really good people, if they have anything in their background at all that could be used against them, don't want the don't want to go through the uh, the gauntlet of running for public office and having all these things exposed. Yeah, but so we're going to get I, more of what we have now. I can't imagine there'll be too many people fearful of having allegations of paying off 160 grand <laughs> to a porn star leveled at them. <laughs> That's a very good point, Matt. You're quite right. But, you know, when you're in politics, uh, 
people can make something out of you and turn you into somebody that you're not and that your mother would not even know or would not recognize. Uh, I just think there's a general cynicism now in the United States about everything on both sides, Democrats, Republicans, independents. Trump's problem and the country's problem is even if if this stretches out, and I think it will, I mean, I think there'll be appeals. I don't think they're going to put him in jail if he's convicted uh, right away. And uh, those appeals could last well beyond the election and go to the Supreme Court, uh, where uh, a majority of his judges and people of his his, uh, worldview uh, sit. So it's very possible that he could get elected president of the United States while having been convicted and maybe pardon himself. So we're going to have plenty to talk about in the next year and a half. Murray McKeown, is there any way that Donald Trump might see this as being good news for him? <laughs> well, you know, I think that there there is in that. I think he believes, and a lot of Republicans fear, that this could win him the nomination, but it's very unlikely to win him the presidential election in 2024. Just going back on something Cal said there about John Edwards and Ryle Hunter, and it's a valid point, Cal, but the big difference here is John Edwards kept paying Ryle Hunter long after he had lost the nomination, his, his bid to get the nomination. It didn't stop before, you know, a presidential election. And I think you're absolutely right, Cal. We don't know what's in this indictment, but I suspect it's not just going to be Stormy Daniels. I've heard that there are 34 separate charges and multiple felony charges. Uh, David Pecker was the last uh, witness to appear before the grand jury. I suspect it may also involve the catch-and-kill agreement with Pecker, which allowed Trump to bury the story of his affair with uh, Rachel, with, uh, I beg your pardon, Karen McDougall. Uh, and there could also be tax evasion charges if, if these were concealed as legal expenses or whatever. So we don't know at this stage. I think it absolutely does. Um, it, it's unprecedented. And I think there are very worrying racial undertones in this. This morning on CBS News, uh, this lawyer, Joe Tacopino, said that this was like Nazi Germany. It was like the Soviet Union, etc. Uh, multiple Trump supporters have referred to the Soros back Uh, uh, Alvin Bragg, which is untrue. It's an anti-Semitic slur. And there's also a lot being made of the fact Trump before um, claimed that Judge Manuel Curio, who was presiding over a previous case, wouldn't give him a fair trial because he was a Mexican, even though he wasn't. Uh, There's a lot of racial undertones in this, and I'm really worried about the potential that this could spill into violence and civil unrest. Okay, there's been a lot made of this as a political prosecution but, Marion, isn't it the case that if you weren't to prosecute, if there is allegedly this weight of evidence that warrants a prosecution, that you will always have political non-prosecution, which in some respects would be worse than so-called political prosecution? Absolutely. It's the other side of the coin. And going back to what Carl said about it would deter uh, good people from running for politics, I'd argue the opposite. I'd argue it would deter people who have potential criminal or other behaviour on uh, in their backgrounds from running at all and it may clear the way for good people. Uh, so I think, yeah, look, what, what Alvin Bragg is sort of damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't. He could have overlooked this. You know, it, it, Cal's correct that the federal 
FEC and the federal judiciary system, the Department of Justice took a path on this. But he has decided to prosecute it. There appears to be grounds for this prosecution. And it could be argued that, you know, that not to do so would be political. But look, there are also, let's not forget, at least three or four other potential criminal indictments coming down the pipe for Trump. And, you know, who knows where this will end? There is an outside chance, as Cal said, that you could have a president in Trump in 2024 who just pardons himself notwithstanding that he's a, a convicted criminal. We just don't know. This is completely uncharted waters. I suppose, Cal, he was definitely running for the presidency anyway. He's announced this. But could it be that his motivation is not to serve, but to protect himself? That he f- is fearful of the consequences of not having a power base that running for the presidency would give him and that it would make him more vulnerable to uh, any court appearances? Yeah, well, I I think there's a lot of truth in what you say, Matt. And, of course, he is a complete narcissist. He's already, uh, right after the indictment was announced last night in the United States, uh, a fundraising letter went out asking people to send money for his legal defense. But then Stormy Daniels sent out uh, tweets as well, uh, thanking her supporters uh, for buying all of her merchandise. Now, uh, I don't know, Matt, if you're, uh, as part of your uh, role as a great presenter, if you've ordered any of her merchandise to view it. I've left that to my producers. Uh-huh. Okay. But, uh, you know, this is the this is what contributes to the cynicism and so much. It's all about fundraising. It's all about political power. In Trump's case, he's a complete and total narcissist. They ought to put his picture next to that word in the dic- dictionary. Do you think might he actually enjoy this to a certain extent, Mary McCone? You know, if he has a perp walk next week, if he deliberately tries to inflame and incite people by being seen to be arrested. I mean, how much danger is there to societal breakdown in the United States if he allows himself to be seen to be deliberately demeaned? Uh, I think that there's a big um, chance that this could could sort of... um trigger something, you know, violence or civil unrest, absolutely. I'm not talking about on Tuesday necessarily. What happens if Trump is convicted? Uh, what, you know, what, what happens when the other indictments, which are very likely to come out in the coming months, do so? Uh, I, I think, you know what, I, I believe that he is probably very afraid, on the one hand, of the consequences of being indicted and tried and convicted. But on the other hand, absolutely, he's seen this as an opportunity, as Cal says, He is a narcissist. This keeps him at the top, dominating the headlines. You know, it it gives him a sort of a profile and a relevance that he may not have had otherwise. Uh, It's a spur to his primary campaign. There's no doubt about that. His base will rally, rally, rally. It's a spur to his fundraising. Uh, but, But what are the consequences going to be? I think that's the big unknown. Can you imagine him on the witness stand giving evidence? Where the hell might he go, Marion? Well, you know, the judge um, who's who's overseeing this case, Juan Marchand, uh, he uh, also oversaw the, the uh, case, the Alan Weisselberg case, Trump's CFO, who's currently serving a sentence in Rikers for tax evasion. He also oversaw the other Trump organization, Criminal Broad case. Uh, 
and he's scheduled to preside over the Steve Bannon case. He has a reputation as a meticulous, meticulous judge who reads every footnote and every briefing um, to the nth degree, but who's very, very tough in a court. He could impose a gag order on Donald Trump. It's, it's entirely possible, especially given his prior announcements. He could order Trump not to post anything about this trial, not to say anything. Now, there'd be worrying First Amendment uh, you know, yeah. sort of consequences for that. Yeah. But I think that given the dangers, you, he would have to balance both things. Carl, you now, regularly... One, sorry, yeah, Carl, go on, yes. Well, I was just going to say, there's one other element we haven't discussed, and that is the jury pool. New York City, incredibly liberal, uh, anti-Trump, very heavily Democratic. Of course, everybody's going to know if they don't know already about this case, because it's plastered in all of the media, uh, from newspapers to television to radio to everything. So to get an impartial juror jury uh, to uh, to judge this is going to be extremely difficult. I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, if the lawyers uh, would ask for a change of venue, although I don't know where you would go. The whole country knows about this. So the jury is going to be very important. And that uh, that remains to be seen. A lot remains to be seen. Cal, you always describe yourself as a conservative rather than a Republican. So what is it that's happened in America that so many people who would see themselves as conservative would rally to a grifter and a clown like Trump, will never believe anything wrong of him, will support him no matter what, and that you don't have anyone else to stand behind. Yeah, well, I'm not one of them. And it's interesting to see some of the other major Republican leaders from Speaker uh, McCarthy in the in the House of Representatives to uh, Ron DeSantis, who seems to be the most uh, credible challenger, although he's way behind in the polls, even though he hasn't announced uh, to Donald Trump at the moment. Uh, all unifying uh, behind him. Now, at one point, yes, this is political. And yes, I am a conservative, and I believe in conserving certain principles, economic principles, political principles, legal principles, and moral principles, all of which I think Donald Trump has uh, has defied. And uh, that's why I'm not supporting him next time. And uh, I, I just think a lot of other people won't either. You've got Republicans who voted for him last time, poll shows won't do so again. Independence, absolutely not. So I don't know how beyond the nomination, even if he gets it, he's going to win the presidency, as Marion pointed out a moment ago. And briefly, Marion, what is it you think about the United States of America and the way the country is going that this reality TV star, come grifter, can continue to appeal to so many people? Well, you know, I have to say first, he's innocent until proven guilty. You know, this, right. this, he has all the rights and, and all of the due process that every other defendant in America has. But yeah, it, the coarsening of American society over the last uh, two decades that I've been covering uh, American affairs. And just as you say, the, you know, anyone can become president in America. That's the good thing. And also, I guess you could say <laughs> the bad thing. But, but um, I, I do think that I do worry that America is on a, traje- a trajectory. We've said this before on this show where it's become so polarized that this could be the spark that ignites the tinderbox. And, and I really do worry about that. Thank you very much, Marion McKeown and Carl Thomas. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, 